Time to tell you about one of our uh, great sponsors, Molly's Spirits. We had a chance to visit their location in Greenwood Village at I-25 in Arapahoe. Take the tour, visit with some of the staff. Man, that, that store is awesome. It is huge, 35,000 square feet of an amazing selection of beer, wine, and spirits. And like their motto says, it really is a land of adult beverage discovery. Of course, they have all your favorite selections, but they encourage you to broaden your horizons and try some of their unique selections that they offer. They have a sommelier to help with your wine choices and a Cicerone for your beer selections. And while sometimes it can be tough at the other larger liquor stores to find somebody to help you, not the case at Molly's. They make sure they always have people standing by to assist you and answer any of your questions. We had a chance to walk around and look at the unique collaborations Molly's offers with up-and-coming Colorado breweries, wineries, and distilleries. We also discovered this cool option of building your own six-pack from all of the amazing beers Molly's has. This is even cooler. Select your favorite beers and get 25% off your six-pack. There's so many special things about Molly's. There's the bonfire room that has so many unique beers you don't see anyplace else. There's the very popular ready-to-drink cocktails that are all ready to go. And aisles dedicated to Colorado beers, wines, and whiskey. So many ways to enjoy Molly's spirits. Just head to one of their two locations, 44th and Harland, or where we were, their DTC location, next to Sprouts off of Arapahoe and I-25. Or, better yet, you can have them deliver right to your doorstep. Order at mollyspirits.com. mollyspirits.com. Their delivery area covers Denver and Greenwood Village and much of the surrounding area, and it only costs a flat fee of $5 with a minimum twenty nine ninety nine order. Can't beat it. Molly Spirits, a land of adult beverage discovery. On this episode of the Dave Logan Podcast with Julie Brownman, Dave can't wrap his head around one of Julie's decisions. Why in God's green earth does anybody have two memberships to two separate gyms? You will understand this when I tell you. I no, just... I won't. <laughs> Someone's going to a Rockies game courtesy of Boyer's Coffee. So we do have a winner of our Rockies tickets, club level. Well, good for him. Yeah. And good for good for him that he won. Let's hope they win this one. Dave gives us a few life lessons he abides by. I mean, I was raised, you don't ever address them by the first name, ever. Even as I became an adult, I would address my parents' friends as Mr. and Mrs. That's just how you raised. What did you call Pat Bowen? Pat or Mr. Bowen? I love when Dave gets fired up. To me... That would be reason alone that I would want DeMora Smith fired. That's one of the worst business decisions I've ever heard from a union. And we finally get a chance to break down the Broncos schedule. When you play the Giants in Jacksonville this year in games one and two, they've yet to determine that they're not any good. All that and more on this episode of the Dave Logan Podcast. This is the Dave Logan Podcast. And welcome to the Dave Logan Podcast. Dave Logan and Julie Brownman, we're back at it. Podcast number 79. Mm-hmm. What and is up? Very close to being together again. Yeah, they've they've uh <laughs> oh, they've changed these rules so many times. Listen, I I can't I, I can't keep up with what the rules are now. So, I still wear a mask, I guess in public, but now you're starting to see more uh establishments allow you to come in. King Supers, I was there on Sunday. I still wore a mask, yeah. but you don't have to wear a mask. Oh, really? No. 
No. Oh. So I belong to a couple gyms. You can now not work out with a mask. First of all, let me just bite on that for a second. Okay. Because we have so many things to talk about here. Why in God's green earth does mm-hmm. anybody have two memberships to two separate gyms? You will understand this when I tell you. Um, I No, just... I won't. <laughs> I just started doing Pilates, which is really good for the core as we get older. Well, it sounds like I'm a hundred, but it's just, it's good. It like, never mind. Go ahead. It's good for the spots for a woman too. It's all, it's all women, by the way, that do it for the spots? Like, you know, like your stomach and your butt and your thighs and your hips. That's our problem spots. Usually, usually when we get older, those so you are the can't, spots. you can't do that at the first gym you're a member of. <laughs> so that gym is a spin gym. And that cycle and high intensity, Pilates dude is great. If you would like to go with me sometime, it is so, it targets these yeah. places that are let so me, hard. Let me think about, no, no. You know what it tells me? What? You have way too much discretionary income. <laughs> I don't have children. Okay. All right. So yeah. two gyms. I, I would guess for a lot of people out there, for the majority, for the overwhelming majority of people listening to this, mm-hmm. they do not nor have they ever, nor could they foresee a time that they ever would have two gym memberships at the same time. Just saying. Don't make me sound like a snob, please. It's okay. where I, before we get on to all this, I think we've all learned everybody puts their money in certain places. Yeah. That's where I choose to spend my money. You choose to spend it on. On what? Fine art. I don't belong to a gym. Fine art. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What do you spend your money on? Yeah. What's like, what do you Travel. Well, no, I don't travel all, all that much. I, I I lead a rather boring existence. I mean, I'm happy with it. I spend my money on, um, well, family, okay, and friends, housing expenses. Me? Yes, friends for sure. Friends for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we do have a winner of our Rockies tickets club level. Matthew McReynolds. Does that name ring a bell? Matthew McReynolds. He. Play for you. Oh, that Maddie McReynolds? Yeah. Listens, Maddie McReynolds listens to the podcast. a boy, Matt. Randomly chose him. Nice. Yeah. And went into teaching and coaching and said, thank you very much, Dave Logan or Coach Logan. Oh. Huh. Because he probably never called you Dave for setting a good example. Well, good for him. Yeah. And good for good for him that he won. Um, could any player call you Dave? Could any player call me Dave? Did any player that you've been coaching for a billion years call you Dave? Like when they played for me? Yeah. No. <laughs> what would happen? Um, they just, you know what? Honestly, they just wouldn't. They just wouldn't do it. Okay. And if they did it, they they'd probably just get the look. <laughs> you know. Right. I, I mean, I'm a big that. That's old school. But I I I was. I mean, I was raised. Um, you always, if you're playing for somebody, you always address him as or her coach, right? Mm-hmm. You don't ever address them by the first name ever. I mean, I even even as I became an adult, I would address my parents' friends as Mister and Mrs. Yeah, it's 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 awkward. It just it's just that's just how you're raised. What did you call Pat Bowen, Pat or Mister Bowen? Um, I both, both. You know, but I yeah. mean, I didn't have that kind of you know, I didn't have that kind of relationship with him, so I felt like I could calling pat most of the time so what would you call juan james now uh i would say he is out of luck mm-hmm. did that surprise you that they cut him no at all no 
We, I, matter of fact, I think we talked about it last week. Not I mean, that they cut him. The Broncos, no, not that they'd cut him, mm-hmm. but that they had no no intent on paying that ten million dollar salary. Yeah, and I think uh, I don't think, but I'm certain that the league has discussed in back channel communication that if a player is injured away from the facility that they're not going to honor those contracts. Now, that that's nothing that is, you know, completely new this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, even back when I played, I had a clause in the contract uh in my contract for my little paltry amount of money that if I if I were to be injured skiing that my contract was voided because they knew I lived in Denver, I grew up in Denver, I had mm-hmm. skied my entire life. And so they put that in the contract. So it's years past that. Did you ever ski? Uh, I didn't. You know what? I didn't ski when I played. Yeah. I do know some guys. I couldn't afford to risk (laughs) $30,000. Well, you know. (laughs) You know? I mean, it's not much money now, but it was a hell of a lot of money. I mean, I thought I was just filthy rich. Well, the time you probably were. Thirty grand. Yeah, at the time. I mean, the most money my dad, I I told this story, the most money my dad ever made in his lifetime in a year was Mm $50,000. And I made $51,000 my fourth year in the league. Mm. And it just, and and I remember having that perspective like, I'm actually making more money and I'm 25 years old than my dad did at any point in his lifetime. Yeah. Which was, I mean, it was bizarre. Do we have heard anything about Deshaun? Hamilton, who also was injured away from, are they, are they going to cut him? Were they? Didn't they want to trade him? They they uh, they did have a deal in place. Uh, Hamilton was going to the Forty ers and in exchange for a late round draft choice, so that deals off. Yeah. So I I, I think now I mean I I think that the Broncos probably have a better overall feeling for Deshaun Hamilton for sure than they did for Juwan James. Deshaun Hamilton's come in and I mean he had there were a couple of games last year that you know for the first time he he made some big catches, he didn't drop the ball, it looked like he'd kind of turned the corner a little bit. Mm-hmm. Wasn't going to be a star receiver, wasn't going to be a frontline guy, but could give you capable snaps when you asked him to if he could become a, a consistent ball catcher. But so, but I don't think they can. I, I, you know, I don't know this for sure, but I don't think they can pay him either, because I think the league, the league right now wants the thirty-two teams. The other thirty-one teams, I know, looked at the Juwan James situation and said, "Don't pay that contract." Whether the Broncos wanted to or didn't want to, they had to make their own decision. But there was pressure from the league not to do that. This is a leverage situation. I mean, here here's the problem I have. The Players Association, of which I'm I'm still a member, not an active member, but I mean they encourage these guys not to go in during voluntary, I'm air quoting, voluntary practices. Right? Because I mean the league for years and years and years, we had voluntary workouts too. You just knew you had to be there. Yeah. Right? And the Players Association had every opportunity to negotiate that in the last collective bargaining agreement. They did not. They did not. So they encouraged these guys not to go in. I mean, Juwan James was at the facility working out. And then 
whether whether or not you term it, he got pressured or they suggested or he felt like I mean, they said, don't do that. What happens? He stops going in and he injures himself and now it cost him $10 million. How the, how the Players Association could have made these type suggestions and thought it was prudent and a smart business ploy not to have some sort of insurance policy put right. in place for the players is beyond me. To me, that would be reason alone that I would want DeMora Smith fired. I mean, I, I just, I mean, I got to, I, I just have to say it like it is. Wait a minute, you're you're encouraging our players, and you are the head of the union, not to go in and to continue to work out, but don't go into your respective facilities during voluntary workouts. And if I'm injured at home, working on my football skills, which that's the case for Juwan James, I'm not going to get paid. I forfeit my $10 million. You got, I mean, stop and think about that. That's one of the worst decisions, I business decisions, I've ever heard from a union. So I think most players, I don't know about firing him, but at least most players, I think, are agreeing with you on that that makes no sense because today, phase two started of these voluntary workouts, and I think they had between 70 and 75 guys now, a lot of them, like 2021, were rookies, but about 20 veteran, more veterans came in than phase one. Yeah. The only guys of note, I think, that maybe that weren't there that I know for Justin sure. Justin Simmons didn't go. Who is it, Who is a union guy. <laughs> yep. Brandon and McManus didn't go. Who's the head of the, he's the union rep. So they can't really. But I think everybody else was like, I, I can't afford to do this. We just saw what happens. So I don't think the union has a leg to stand up, especially like with the rookies, by encouraging the rookies not to go. Are you kidding? Do you really want the best for these rookies? Because if that's the case, you would never tell them not to go in. Well, and it's it's even more than the rookies. I mean, you've got some guys, and there's some guys like Justin Simmons who just signed a big deal. I mean, whenever he comes back into camp, whenever he comes to whatever workout it is, he's going to be the starting free safety, right? Yeah. You have other guys that their job is not guaranteed. Right, they didn't just sign a big contract. I mean, you got both inside linebackers in in Alexander Johnson and Josie Jewell. Both those guys are going to be fighting for their life yep. in camp, especially with with how the Broncos drafted. And I and I think both those guys were there today. But to me, again, I get back to this point. I think there needs to be a complete shakeup at the top of the players association. Period, based on only. What has happened in the last month? Poor advice, evidently not very well thought out, putting pressure on your your constituency not to go into the training facility for voluntary workouts. Okay, if that in and of itself were the only thing, I'd say, okay. I mean, I don't know if you send a message or not, but okay. Because the league, you know, on the other side of the coin, the league even though they put voluntary in there, they they basically mandate that you show up. Mm-hmm. So trying to get a little bit of, of control back, okay, but are you kidding me that you wouldn't think ahead and say, well, we should buy Lloyd's of London or some form of insurance here for our guys just in case somebody injures himself and they're going to have to file to make, to, to make up their contract? Because you know if those guys are injured away from the facility, the team is not obligated to pay the contract. I would be fascinated to see 
if those conversations ever got brought up, my God, you would think that they would. It's bad leadership, man. And I've been quiet about the about the union over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done some things, and even even before Demora Smith, you know, Gene Upshaw, the late great player for the Raiders. I mean, there were things that that he did that I thought he sold out the players uh, a couple of times in negotiations. But I mean, this is so egregious that I mean, to me, the 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 top part of that players' association leadership has to go. I like this quote from the Broncos first round rookie, Pat Sertain, the second. This is he talking about the union's wish for rookies to skip the minicamp. He said, I was going to come here and play regardless. I'm a rookie. I don't have a bit of advantage to me yet to miss a minicamp. I have no proven ability to miss this camp. And Derek Wolf responded on social media. He said, oh, yeah, he's not wrong. Right. Like he's this guy. I mean, he's a first round pick. But he needs all the reps he can get. Yeah. Later round picks, they need more reps than he even needs, right? Because he's going to have every advantage to make the team. It just doesn't make any sense. So let's do... The reality, I'll just say this in closing. The reality is players, the overwhelming percentage of players, they need the offseason. They need, whether you term it voluntary or mandatory, they need OTAs. They need reps. They need to be at practice. They need to have a tempo. They need to have their strength coaches there. They need that setting in order to get better. And I tell you who else needs it is Drew Locke. I mean, Drew Locke needs needs reps. Think about last year during the zombie apocalypse. No OTAs, everything by Zoom, couldn't work out with coaches. I mean, it was just that that you, you don't get better doing that you really don't speaking of drew lock which it gets us to the next point just a aaron rodgers update there really is no update except for so matt lafleur over the weekend said there's nothing new to update we feel the same way we want him back in the worst way and i think he knows that there was a report in the milwaukee journal sentinel that the packers are demanding a quarterback in any rogers trade package meaning if that's the case Hypothetically, if that's the case, is Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater bait in this? But it would have to be something, right, to go along with a Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. I think it's going to be John Elway. (laughs) John Elway to the Packers. Put him in the shotgun. Right. Right. That's probably better than what's happening. No, I think here's what I'm hearing now out of Green Bay. The Packers are working on a five-year deal that would be a totally guaranteed deal. And they're hoping with that in mind that they can persuade Aaron Rodgers into reconsidering his position. And we've talked about that. We knew, and I've said on this podcast a number of times, that the month of May, the Packers would do anything and everything they could to court Aaron Rodgers, to tell him, please, I mean, to throw themselves, you know, at the mercy of the court. In this case, Aaron Rodgers would be the judge. And so that's not unusual. Now, whether or not that eventually sways Aaron Rodgers into thinking, okay, maybe I'll come back. I mean, I don't know. But yes, I think the Packers would want a quarterback back in return because by the reports coming out of Green Bay, and it makes sense that Matt LaFleur, the head coach, I mean, stop and think about that. He's been a head coach for two years. In both years, the Packers have been in the NFC Championship game, right? They lost both years, but... Rookie year, rookie head coach, second-year head coach, got his team to the NFC Championship game. You think Matt LaFleur is telling the truth when he when he says, we really want him to come back? I, 
I think so. Because you're going to go from one of the great quarterbacks of all time to, and now just fill in the blank. They signed Blake Bortles, so they got that going. Oh, well, I mean, that should excite Matt LaFleur. I mean, Matt LaFleur, of everybody connected with the Green Bay organization, Mm -hmm. is more apoplectic about this situation. Because you can go from being regarded as one of the bright young minds. Apoplectic. Apoplectic. Means. Like, out of his mind, like, completely. <laughs> like Berserk. Yes, berserk. Okay. You can, you can go from being, you know, two-year guy, both years his team has been in the NFC Championship game, to being, like, almost irrelevant overnight. Wow. Five years guaranteed. That is a boatload of money yep. although i feel like aaron Rodgers. you're hoping you're, so you're wishing, hoping in the worst apoplectically i don't know if that that's a word <laughs> that he's just like i've got enough money it's about my pride that's what i'm hoping he maybe, digs deep maybe there still has to be a meeting of the minds at least this is what i'm told between aaron Rodgers and the uh gm of the packers brian mm-hmm. gutekunst that's where the majority of the issue sits. Right. And how that happens, if that happens, what is said in that meeting or those meetings, I don't know. That dude's going to have to eat some crow. I mean, he's going to have to grovel, basically. to In order to keep his job, he's going to probably have to say things he never, ever intended to. If he didn't tell Aaron Rodgers that they were drafting a quarterback, that was on purpose. Right. So now he's going to have to convince him that... I just don't know how you walk it back. It's one thing... Well, you walk it back, I guess, initially by saying, hey, we've got a five-year deal for, I don't know, $240 All guaranteed. Our bad. When we come back, we didn't get a chance to do this because they released the schedule last Wednesday night, and we had taped the podcast before. We're going to just take a look at the Broncos' schedule. Deal? Deal. The Dave Logan Podcast can be found at iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Remember to download, and if you like what you hear, share with your friends and subscribe. Remember, you can log on to our website, thedaveloganpodcast.com. Go to the contact tab to ask us questions. We'll read them on the podcast. Most every question is fair game. Just keep it classy. It's thedaveloganpodcast.com, or you can send your question directly to us on Twitter, at DaveLoganPod or at JulieBrowman1. Lots of moving parts in today's world for sure, but one thing you can always count on is a great tasting cup of Boyer's Coffee. I love it. Boyer's Coffee continues to be the legendary Rocky Mountain Roaster, where coffee is roasted daily and delivered fresh weekly to your local grocery store. Wondering what the difference is in Boyer's Coffee and then the other brands? Roasting at our altitude here in Denver gives Boyer's Coffee a special advantage where they're able to roast coffee at a lower temperature so it makes the coffee smoother than any coffee you're going to get at lower altitudes. And as baseball season gets underway, we just want to remind you that Boyer's Coffee is the proud coffee partner of the Colorado Rockies. So if you're lucky enough to go see the Rockies in person, you can enjoy a cup of freshly roasted Boyer's Coffee as you're sitting in your seats at Coors Field. And finally, a couple of promotions to tell you about at their food truck at 73rd and Washington. All final Fridays of the month are buy one, get one free coffee drinks. How about that? And the Memorial Day sale on the 31st, it's buy more, save more on bagged coffee. Boyer's Coffee, the legendary Rocky Mountain Roaster. Enjoy a cup 
today. If you're interested in saving money, man, now is a great time. American Financing is giving you a significant opportunity to save tons of money on your mortgage if you own a home. And there's nothing wrong with saving money, right? Rates remain near historic lows, and that can reduce your monthly payments by hundreds of dollars, maybe even $1,000 a month. Stop and think about what you could do with an extra grand in your pocket every month. So many options, right? So why not do something about it and make that happen? I've been talking about American financing for the past five years. Call them today, 303-695-7000. Again, 303-695-7000. You can find them online at AmericanFinancing.net. You'll get a free mortgage review and also then let them take a look at your current loan to see if they can offer you something better That will start immediately saving you money. And if you have outstanding debt like credit card or personal loans, why not let them review that as well? They are experts in this. Their loan experts can customize a new loan to save you maybe up to $1,000 a month. And we know you have a choice of which mortgage company to go with. And I know personally there are so many reasons to go with American Financing. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau with over 5,500 Google reviews. There are also never any upfront fees, unlike some lenders are going to charge you 500 bucks a month simply to pre-qualify. American Financing makes it as convenient for you as possible with evening and weekend hours to meet your schedule, and they work hard to create custom loans designed around your needs. So give them a call today, 303-695-7000, or find them online at AmericanFinancing.net. You'll be glad you did. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Welcome back to the Dave Logan Podcast. Dave Logan and Julie Brownman. And again, we uh, we appreciate everybody downloading uh, these podcasts. Um, We're growing a little bit. Yeah, it's always good. Yeah. It's better than the alternative. I suppose that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, the Broncos schedule came out last Wednesday. When it first came out, your first thought was, first thing that popped into your head. There's a lot of little details here, but. Gosh, first thing that popped into my head, how important is it this year to get off to a good start? Yeah. They've... Vic Fangio's first year, they were 0-4. His second year, they were 0-3. Can't, can't happen, even though the first two games are on the road. So, I mean, you've got to find a way. I mean, the Giants, there are people that think the Giants are going to be better. There are people that think Jacksonville will be a little bit better with Trevor Lawrence. And But, you, I mean, realistically, you got to find a way to win both those games. Now, people look at the Giants, and they've been bad for a while. Jacksonville's been really bad. And they say, okay, two road games to open the season. Broncos are going to be 2-0, and coming home against the Jets. Jets have been awful. So then they win that one, they're 3-0. and But I would just caution people to remember this. The Giants and the Jaguars look at the Broncos exactly the same way that some Broncos fans look at the Giants and the Jaguars. The Giants are saying, oh, we got Denver coming here. We're at home. It's our regular season opener. They suck. Mm. They're 5-11 and 11 last year. We damn sure better beat them. Don't think that Jacksonville's not, not saying the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's easier. I understand the, the logic behind that sentiment for Broncos fans, and I agree. You've got to get off to, to a much better start than you've experienced the last couple of years. But, um, you know, that's going to be – Easier said than done. But this is also 
I mean, those quarterbacks that you mentioned the first few games, they're not strong quarterbacks. And if you look at what the Broncos did in the draft and bolstering the you defense. Think, you, think, John, you think the Giants, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Okay. You think the Giants and the Jaguars. Let's just say that the Aaron Rodgers thing does not happen. Boo. And let's say Drew Locke is the starting quarterback. You think the Giants look at the Broncos with Drew Locke and say, well, they, they've got to get a quarterback that so far has not played very well. Yeah. You, I mean, that's how they look at it. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I would rather play good teams early because you get some of the teams that are struggling a little bit late. By the time, if that happens, that you play the teams that are struggling, they know they're lousy. And in some cases, they've even they've even packed it in. Right. Right? But when you play the Giants in Jacksonville this year in games one and two, they've yet to determine that they're not any good. Here's what I really don't like about the schedule as well. The final stretch here, two away at the Raiders and Chargers, and they finish at home against the Chiefs. That's that's See, I, tough. I'm just the I'm just the opposite. I love the end of the schedule with of, this team of the last of the last. Hey, if you're going to be any good, they talk about the Broncos are talking about this is a playoff caliber roster. Okay, if that's true, then I want to play the AFC West late. Because it's essentially, if you can win a game, it's essentially like two wins. So the last seven games, five for the Broncos are against AFC West opponents. I think it's perfect. I 100% like your mentality on this, but I'm a, like many Bronco fans, I'm an unconfident Bronco fan right now. So I look at that because of what we've seen in the past and go, oh, shit. Well. I mean, can you blame me, though, from what we've seen? No, not the last five years. Right. Not the last five years. I mean, there, there's so many things this team has to has to do to get back to being relevant in in let's say the last seven games of the season. Got to stop throwing the ball to the wrong team. Got to stop turning the ball over. Got to create more turnovers uh, with their own defense. That's a pretty good way to start it. But I mean, if if we're to believe, and I think they truly believe this, that with the additions they've made. And some of the young young players that are going into their second year, and you're going to get Cortland Sutton back. I my gut tells me they, the team, the organization, believes that they're a playoff caliber team. And if it's going to be Drew Locke, well, then it's going to be Drew Locke. If not, it'll be Teddy Bridgewater. But I think they feel like the roster is a good enough roster right now to compete for a playoff spot. Well, if that's the case, then the schedule's perfect because you've got AFC West opponents again five times out of the last seven weeks. Okay. Okay. I'll see the glass half half full. What yes. we didn't talk about, by the way, is who's with Juwan James cut, the battle between Bobby Massey and Cameron Fleming. Bobby Massey obviously has more experience. Do you see that being a position where you can feel confident? Yes. That, okay. Yeah. So we shouldn't worry. I mean, I, th I think it'll be Bobby Massey and they'll, they'll, they say there's going to be a competition. Bobby Massey's been a good right tackle in this league for most of his career. And if he's healthy, you know, I think he's going to be the guy. But but Cameron Fleming has played some good football as well. I mean, I think it's, you know, I, I don't I don't know how. We, we couldn't have forecasted how Juwan James would have played. I mean, if Juwan James were healthy and able to play 16 games, is he a better player than either Massey uh, or Fleming, probably, probably. But when's the last time that happened? His last year in Miami. Yeah. So Bobby Massey has been a good player in the league, both with the Cardinals and the Bears. He's been a starting right tackle. 
So he's going to give you that veteran uh, play. He understands some of the nuances of the position. I, I feel pretty good, honestly. Um, About and the I, line? I, yeah, I, I didn't feel very good when Juwan James went down because for a period of time there, they didn't do anything. And I'm thinking, well, okay, what, what's what's training camp going to look like? And then all of a sudden, you know, you're basically, what are you, one injury away from what Disaster. happened last year. So I think I think both those signings made a lot of sense. So as a fan, I hate it when teams, when my team gets the bye week really early because, you know, because it, it's well, you better. you love this year. Yeah, it's a, it's a little late, but I'd rather have it later than early. It is, it is a little bit late. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're playing, what is it, 10 games? Yeah. I think you're playing 10 games before the bye week. But in the NFL, sometimes you just have to sit at something, and even if you're pissed, you look at it once you find out, and you're like, you know what? It is what it is, and it's up to you to find a way to make it work. You have to deal with whatever it is you have to deal with. I think it's one of the things uh, uh, that even though I hated it as a player – I can appreciate it now uh, in that you just have the mindset where you go in there, listen, this is not ideal. This is not ideal. It's kind of like going out and practicing in really bad weather. You know what? We got to find a way because it may be bad weather on Sunday. So, yeah, it's pouring rain right now. We could go inside or, or, or if it's not raining, it's very cold. But we're going to Kansas City on December 5th. So we're going to practice outside. You just have to deal with whatever it is you have to deal with. Yeah, I agree. So do you want to call your shot? Do you want to call an upset or a game where maybe you might look at it and go, mm, that doesn't look very good, but something that you feel pretty confident about? Uh, with the Broncos schedule? Yeah. They'll beat Kansas City this year. At home? I don't know. I like but it. But the streak's going to end this year. They've won. I believe the Chiefs have won 11 times in a row. Mm-hmm. And you so, say that just because it can't go on forever? or uh, maybe There's a little bit of that. <laughs> and, and also, I like the way the Broncos' defense last year played in Kansas City. Yeah. You know, the Chiefs were able to move the ball, but I thought Vic's game plan was sound. He kept everything in front of him. Uh, once they got down to the red zone, he had, he had two or three things they did that I thought were very good, that just this kept the Chiefs a little bit off balance. You can say mm-hmm. Kansas City didn't play well. If you're a Kansas City fan, whatever. But you know what? I, I mean, they held the Chiefs to low 20s. So, And they're going to be better in the back end this year, mm-hmm. for sure, at least on paper. So I, I you know, I think, I think this is the year the Broncos, at the very least, will split with Kansas City. Finally, no national games for the Broncos. First time in 29 years. That's not a total. No, they've got a Thursday night. They do? Yeah, in Cleveland. Oh, Thursday Night Football. What do you mean? You just dismiss Thursday Night Football? <laughs> well, that's a, that's, not as many people watch. It's a marquee game. Oh, that's right. It's Cleveland. Yeah. In Cleveland? Yes. Are you going to party? No, because I will be, that game I believe is uh, on my father's birthday, which is October 21st, uh-huh. So, which is in the middle of high school football season. Okay. So therefore, I will not leave with the team when the team leaves probably Wednesday at noon, because I will try to get a Wednesday practice in that week. I'll then fly out on the last nonstop, whatever it is, <laughs> to Cleveland. Oh, dark thirty Wednesday night. A red eye. Uh, could I don't even know if they do red eyes to Cleveland. Why would they? Right. So, and then uh, do the game Thursday. And come back uh, late, 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 late Thursday, or depending on your perspective, uh, very, very early on Friday. And then the high school team will play on Friday night. 
Very good. You know, I do share your optimism about the t- this team this year. I don't know how much better, but they're going to be better. They're going to be better. They're going to be better. I mean, listen, this, this to me has to be a playoff caliber team, period. If we're not sitting here in December talking about, you know what, they're a game out of the playoffs, or maybe they've got a game lead over the, the Raiders, or if we're not sitting here talking about the Broncos in a relevant way, with respect to this year's playoffs, there's going to be an immense house cleaning going on after the season. Speaking of house cleaning, um, so next week I'll see you in person. How do, how do we figure? Because things can't go on forever. Like the Broncos streak of losing can't go yeah, on Yeah, I want to hear from the CDC on this a little <laughs> bit. I, uh, I, I put so much stock in what the CDC said because they, they've, ne- they've been consistent <laughs> Over the last sixteen months, their message has been on point. And so, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you and I will be in the same room, okay. but uh, we will see. All right, dripping with sarcasm. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is pulling you in the center of the action with endless ways to make it rain this week. Sports betting has never been this convenient. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from anywhere the app is available. And if you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code LOGAN, my last name. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players, they really do it all. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day this week to cash in on their daily odds boosts. New boosts are posted every single day for all the biggest sporting events. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure. It's really easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want to. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code LOGAN, L-O-G-A-N, when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code LOGAN to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.